welcome to the Southern Down Sit Down. Hey, <laughs> oh, we got it. Back here, uh, where are we? We're in mid-July. Mid-July. Uh, two, week, two weekends after the last race meeting. Yeah. Yeah, coming on three weekends this one. So how is everyone's race weekend is what we'll get to, you know, soon. We'll start off with, we've got Kerry Welsh here in the left-hand seat over here from me. We've got our mate Steve over here. Steve Doherty, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good. You're going good? Yeah. Awesome. And then we've got Troy Gunther over here on the right-hand side. How is everyone today? Good to be here. Yeah, good. Very nice. Awesome. Yes. Okay, last weekend's round, or the last round a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, freezing cold, obviously, was one big, sort of like, uh, big thing that we could take away from it. But, yeah, uh, yeah how was the round? We'll start with to your right here. How'd you go? Oh, I'll try to give you a short version. But, yeah, it was, a, it was another dramatic, oh, just action-packed round for, for me. Like, it was... Um, Friday afternoon, unfortunately, we had some repercussions from a crash I had at a previous round, and that meant that there was a bit of damage to a radiator, and that ultimately did a fair bit of damage to the engine. So I ended up getting a couple laps in the qualifier on that bike, and surprisingly, I was still half, like in a half decent spot on the grid. And then I raced for the first race on the Team BWR RBM Racing Pre 2KR6 again. So at least this time, I'd actually had one race on it before I hopped on it and had a bit of fun. Um, I think Benny had asked me to mention our. Uh, our battle and how I nearly beat him on a 20 year old bike. <laughs> Jokes aside, he passed me on the second lap and bought it. But, no, it was cool. I mean, I was, um, yeah, both Michael Edwards and Stuart Brown um, made it possible for me to ride a Lobby Elite Motorcycles G6R600 on Sunday. So I got to ride a, another new bike and, um, yeah, had a bit of fun, you know, racing around and just, um, yeah, it was a cool experience riding a few different bikes, but I think I'm, I'm missing that R6 and looking forward to getting back on it when I can. How, how is it to, to ride a G6R after riding the R6? Is it completely foreign or what's it like? Um, it's an interesting question because it wasn't just for wasn't wasn't just a bike that was necessarily different, but when you when you're looking at that, it was yeah, like the geometry is a little bit different. The way that it, it makes the power is a lot different. Like it's it's a really easy bike to start. Like the first time I started, I think, oh, I don't even know, I needed binoculars to see the lights from after Saturday, but like I was a bit back on Sunday and it just launched, like it surprised me having never started the bike. That was one of the biggest things that I took from it. But no, it was a pretty good platform for like a track around or track like Morgan Park. I think it's quite a good engine because there's plenty of mid-range in it. Mm -hmm. But um, that said, like I was sort of probably riding it a little bit more on the, on the courteous side, so I wouldn't say I was sort of hanging it out there as much as what it was capable of. Yeah, nice. Look good. I like that bike. It's a, a pretty fresh looking bike. So, yeah. yeah, tough tough weekend, tough start to a weekend. Obviously, when that sort of thing happens to you, hey? it is. But I think, like, in a in a way, like it's brought the, the team, if anything, closer. Like they've really, I wouldn't say we're, they've they've just been super supportive for it all, and they've been really determined to, to get me back out there on that R six. So, no, I'm, I'm, you know, it sucks having a couple of rounds like that, but I'm in a pretty good headspace. Like I've got great people around me. I think that's really, you know, everything's really like. Been, been going well after that in a sense of you know we've got a good plan to to get it back on track so um yeah you know it's racing this stuff happens but you know i'm grateful for the opportunity that i've got and yeah can't wait to, to make the most of it when racing does resume awesome awesome how was yours mate you from from my perspective of sitting in the commentary you're in a boxing match for two days you're around everyone yeah um yeah the weekend started pretty pretty rough for me if i'm honest uh, i had a um coming back up from my my pretty pretty high-speed get off from uh, round two and it was uh, uh, getting my head kind of wrapped back around going fast again was was difficult um, we had 
Um, I worked with I was working with Chris Jones from Triple X Suspension um, quite a bit on Friday and Saturday, trying to get the the bike to steer. And we were I was just having I was having a lot of problems getting uh, feeling confident with what the front tire was doing again, especially through the fast parts of the track, which is yeah. not a, not a surprise. But um, we did finally get around to getting something that was working for me on Sunday, which is really, really, really good. Um, unfortunately, kind of like Troy, I needed binoculars to see the, to see the lights on the starting grid as well. But um, uh, I ended up running a, a PB on Saturday, on Sunday afternoon. I had a great race with uh, Nate O'Neill from Team BW, BWR as well. Yeah. Uh, in the afternoon, it was, he's not normally someone that I can hang on to. So it was, uh, it was nice that we got to, to kind of, Dice it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, like it did seem like you were, you're in the same space most of the weekend yes. with Nate, you know, as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was a it was a weird headspace to be in, and you know, um, I I got a lot of support from from some close friends and, and my partner Renee. She, uh, I mean, I wasn't. If, if I'm honest, my attitude wasn't the most positive after, especially Friday afternoon. Mm. Know, I wasn't. I didn't feel like I was working with the bike very well, and not didn't have the confidence going forward into the race weekend. So um, it was yeah, it was a lot of work. Um, sometimes uh, you know, sometimes it's not it's not always good days. So yeah, um, but yeah, overall it was a really good weekend. You know, it, I think uh, I, I learned a lot about uh, the bike and about myself. And um, uh, Chris actually has the bike right now. I'm meant to go pick it up this afternoon. Um, we were making more changes to the front end, trying to get more feel and support out of the thing. Yeah. So I think a lot of that is kind of a uh, kind of a symptom of uh, being probably a little bit too heavy for what that bike is, but making it work. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, sorry, I think you did pretty well, Steve. Like when you look at yeah crashing it to bounce back from a crash at turn nine is never easy, and then to to recover from you know like. You look at Friday and think, yeah, you can be a bit off the pace or whatever, but I think you built pretty well. Like yeah, it was, yeah, yeah like, it was good to watch and to get a PB and to do the times you're doing on it now. Yeah. It's like it's it's not far off at all from where you need to be from an ASPK point of view. So I think, yeah, yeah. So that's true. Yeah, we, we got down in the 26s on on Sunday, yeah. and uh, so it was, it was the first time I've done that, and um, and, and there, there's more time in it yet. I, and I know where I can I know where I can pick up some more more time. I think 25s are within reach, and um, if we can do that. Uh, you know, ASBK test is coming up next week. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be out there for two days, and then we've got uh, the next event is is the ASBK event uh, at the beginning of August. So we're going to do everything we can to it, stay with the young kids. <laughs> is, yeah, that's the hard part. Yeah. <laughs> is it is it tough? Like the class get like gets bigger, and, yeah. and like all three of you be able to answer this. But as the class gets bigger and stuff, like your results, say even at 28, you'd be stoked with the 28 at certain points, right? Mm-hmm. If you're sitting at a 27, you'd be really pumped with a 27 or whatever time it might be in your yeah. class. Does it? Did you feel like it was a bit disheartening to be around that time? And there's a few bikes in front. Oh, because you're riding a fast time. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I with, with all the with all the kids that were uh, that were up there practicing for the ASBK round, yep. which is exactly where the comp- same competition we're going to run into in a couple of weeks. For sure. But um, yeah, I actually I did I did pull out a 28 in qualifying, which mm. was. I was reasonably happy with, especially because it was absolutely freezing cold. Alan mm. Quala, we were the first first bikes out on the track that mm. morning, and um, you know it, there were there were a couple there were a couple crashes. If I if I recall that session, actually got red flagged, uh, and we had to 
and we had to go back out and, and finish it. But yeah, um, I, I, yeah, I ran a 28. And I for the first race, I still started on the fifth row, which that's is insane. which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's that's the that's the really hard part. The, that's the mental game, isn't it? You know, yeah. Like you're, you're running a pace that is a damn quick pace, especially in the cold. That cold yeah. on a Saturday and Sunday morning. First round out of superbikes on Sunday morning or Formula One. Oh, like that's a cold, cold track. That was brutal. So, uh, yeah, usually I should probably be uh, thankful you might not have been there. Yeah, I was, was just going to ask you, like yeah. for the smaller bikes, like do you have to change your, your tire compound for that? Because I know for the bigger bikes, uh, you, yeah. you, you definitely do for the cold. Uh, um, no, whistle. I was still on SC ones, um, but I did pump up the pressure quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, because um, yeah. it was it was funny. It was funny when. Uh, I had the warmers set and they were like 85 degrees coming off the warmers and when I came back in from running I think I, I mean I ran like five or six like quick laps and I mm-hmm. came back in and they'd lost almost 10 degrees and at least yeah. the front one did so I mean that's cool yeah yeah it, it's such yeah that that and this is going to be the thing about ASBK too in a few weeks time mm-hmm. if we keep having these clear clear conditions yeah it's going to be really challenging Absolutely. So, which, yeah. for a spectator's point of view, it's like, whoa, what, you know, like, what times are going to come from this? How's it going to be? Um, oh, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Well, some of the some of those kids on the, uh, I know uh, Brody Gareth uh, uh, from down south and um, uh, Teo were both on on R threes running in the twenty threes, mm-hmm. like for most of the weekend, which is just it's insane. It's insanely fast. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think it'll be it'll be interesting because I know the old surface at Morgan Park it always tended to like it being a little bit cooler. Cool. Yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, with this one and keep I even remember riding that bike last year. Like the biggest challenge is keeping heat on the left hand side of a tire because yeah. you go through turn eight and on the bigger bikes that's more of a turn, but on these little ones you just flat out mm. tuck yeah, down. Almost up and almost uh, right up and down, really. Yeah. 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 And mm. it's like and then when you throw it and like last year particularly I remember that round. There's a lot of the guys yeah. going down at twelve because yeah. that. And that, that side of the tires is so cold, they just flick it on its side. And then it's because that side's a bit cooler, it's mm-hmm. like yeah. really got to try to find a line almost to, to be able to generate a little bit of heat on the left hand side through the faster section mm. of the track to sort of prevent that from, from happening. Because you come and then you come back up to three, for instance, and you've got nothing. You've got nothing there, yeah. Trying to put onto that under yeah. the bridge. Isn't that what happened to Glenn Nelson, I think, last year? He had a couple of. I know it wasn't like he was one of one of a, one of a few. One, yeah. one of a few did go down at 12. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think it just comes down to that. Like, yeah. it's it's crazy to measure that, and especially if you get a bit of wind there as well, that's a killer. On no, I guess on any bike, but especially yeah. those small well, ones. Yeah, well, I was gonna say the big ones because mm-hmm. you get the you get the tire off the ground, and that they get they get a pretty un- unruly. They do. They? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So you weren't there that weekend, Gary? No, no, oh. I actually haven't raced since round one. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> we've no, raced round one. <laughs> yeah, so so tell us about round one anyway. So what are you racing this year? Like you're on a uh, S- an R1, and to be honest, I have been struggling with the R1. Because um, you did have an S1000 double R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which are a very comfortable bike and yep. a fast bike. Mm-hmm. Um, but the kilometres were getting up on that and, you know, talk in the pit saying that you have to redo engines and stuff like that. And I thought, you know what, I might as well go for a change like everyone else is doing with the R1, so, yeah. and gave that a crack. Um, but I, it, the, the positioning uh, on the bike is completely different to the, to the BMW. Yeah. It's a lot more over the tank and aggressive and on your, and on your wrists. Um, so, yeah, I have been battling with it, yeah. uh, but I love it. I love the torque in that bike. Oh, my goodness. They are incredible. They They sound fantastic. Um, But yeah, so the crash. um, So just off the start um, and being at the back of the grid, 
Actually, what do you guys call it? <laughs> binocular view. Binocular view. view. Like yeah. <laughs> right, Declan. Oh, what's it? Oh, yeah. That's hey, what I'm doing at the moment. <laughs> <Tell> <laughs> the <school. laughs> and there's some fast riders in our in our class now yeah. too. You know, and we have the ASBK guys come out sometimes, especially last year. We had quite a few of them out mm. there last yeah, year with COVID. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, they come around you quite quickly. Um, yeah, and just um, allowing someone into turn one um, off the start. Um, but unfortunately, he was sort of manoeuvring around too much um, and sort of went to the right and then went back to the left coming out of turn two and that's where I was about okay. to take him on the inside. So oh, I was no. actually rolling on the throttle when he came across and just hit the rear. Wow. Which was quite an instant stop. Yeah. So that's with the pressure on the bar, so which, is, which broke, my, broke my thumb. Um, oh, no. yep. Instantly. instantly. <laughs> Are you starting to get some strength back into it now? The thumb's good, actually. Yep. Um, the bike, whilst I was in the air, um, hit me in the le- in the knee. So um, yep. that um, tore a couple of ligaments in my um, meniscus, oh, which is that's taken a little bit longer to yep. to to repair. Uh, fortunately, I didn't need operation, so that was good. Um, good. But I was back on the R1 for the first time at QR on Sunday. Mm. Um, loved it. So I had to obviously do a few, a uh, little bit of repair work on the R1. So um, I've changed up the, the seating position on it. Yeah, perfect. It's perfect. Really, like you've just found like a home. Clean. Yeah, like yeah. like S1000 had for you. Yeah. 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 What did you end up changing? Just uh, just change the brand of the. Oh, just the, the shape yeah. of the seats different. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. yeah. Perfect. So um, back nice. smiling again. Yeah. Can't wait for the next round. Good. Well, they mean the Enduro, I think, will be the next one. Oh, good. So, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that literally is, isn't it? It's that is the next four years of it, yeah. SBK. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So you're going to do that? Yes. You got your partner yet? Yes. Oh, so yep. you're sorted. Yeah, yeah. sorted. Although the, the R1s um, chew a bit of fuel as yeah. opposed to the BMW, so I was able to oh, do it yeah. less than an hour, hour and a quarter on the BMW. That's fair um, <laughs> <laughs> I just casually hour and a quarter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking about maybe seven laps, like <laughs> two minutes a lap, two to 15 minutes, nah. That was wow. about 30, 30 plus laps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why we did quite well in the last yeah. enduro. So, so this one we're not sort of doing that. <laughs> I don't think I can last that long on it. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> just one stop. Just one stop the enduro. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was just a one just stop. The one stop. Yeah. So that's why they increased it to two and a half hours. Uh, uh, so now you can't start. actually do it. Yeah. You can't actually do the one stop. So oh, I was to us. <laughs> that's insane. I was considering faking a mechanical on lap twenty. I was pretty gas. I'm out of fuel. Yes. <laughs> Something's an issue. Ah, Roll so by right? the pit wall doing one of these. <laughs> in the last few years, you've got you've written, you've written a lot, sort of thing. Yeah, this year, yeah. obviously, it's a bit minimal because yeah, of the injury and the yeah. bike. How mm. do you think the injury is going to go? To just jump straight back onto another one. Uh, again, I'm just going to yeah, see just how it goes. yeah, and. and Ride the bike. So I've had yeah. that bike for over a year now. I've only done 2,000 kilometres on it. So yeah. I need to um, just love the bike, so, nice. which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. What year one's that? It's a 21. Oh, yeah, so did you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, so I brought it new and um, just left it with Michael Edwards yeah. at um, North Star Yamaha and got them to say, put everything on that sort of thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's the one you must have took to Darwin then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But, um, yeah. Oh, wow, that's cool. Good bike, eh? Yeah, they are. Yeah. 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 They really are. It sort of seems to be the peak thing, like, to get into racing now. It's the, yeah. For the Superbike, it sort of seems pretty popular. It's, uh, it is. Well, it was the R1 Cup last year. It, I think the last, the the last round Cup, last like, year, yeah, that's what we called yeah, it, the R1 Cup. Yeah. 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 Well, it's got a really high value for what you're getting, especially on the okay. technology side. Yes. You, yeah. You're mm. getting a lot of 
really well refined electronics that um, a lot of the other brands don't. That's correct. Offer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that the other part too is like uh, depends as well, but the support with YRD. Oh yeah. It helps so many races and it. Yeah. it be so nice to, and it's hard for every brand to contribute but it'd be so nice for you know hrd for instance you know oh, like yeah, Honda one or something yeah. it would yeah. it'd just be nice and having um troy herfoss on <clears throat> the fire blade yeah there's only one fire blade in the whole group yeah. pretty it. much yeah. every now and then you'll get a wild card one but mm. yeah it'd be nice to have more variation Correct. but it's pretty hard to get that support it is we better rock in the race results yeah. from the last round we, um we. yeah uh we might as well touch on formula one to start with uh, yeah, Formula One. We had a couple of you know guests, obviously riders in there from ASPK coming up for the weekend. Mr. We had, uh, Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. These things, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. And um, actually, he's caught the nicknames this year too. Like on the coverage of of ASPK, they watch him. Kate Peck, I think, called him one week. Um, Magic Mike. Yeah. Then he got the Terminator. <laughs> 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 like he's caught the nicknames every round. Yeah. So. And who's he from Troy Gonther over here? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, thirteens. Um, yeah, awesome on, pace all weekend. On a on a practice bike. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, five year old R one. Yeah, um, yeah, pretty good. So um, yeah, awesome. it's all right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No shortcuts on the track either. It was just a consistent thirteen, yeah. just banging them out lap yeah. after lap. Yeah. Um, Jed Metcher obviously had a um, stint up there as well. Mm. I think they're working away. On some electrical, um, electronic stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he got some pretty consistent times too there, and look like they were trying. They're moving forward with the bike anyway. Um, mm. Did you get much of a chance to see Formula One? Anyone? Bits and pieces. Like, like I think he was. Yeah. Like watching Mike was cool because he's so efficient with his riding style. Like he yes. makes the most of every movement, and like yeah, he makes it look a lot easier than what it is. Um, okay. I think having. Um, like having that carrot there for Jet would have been good, but then like at the same time, Callum Barker was getting quite good starts and whatever he was riding, so he'd kind of get between them, and it's like sort of, yeah, not that Jet had to outright pace to run with Mike necessarily anyway, but it probably made it a little bit harder having to like if you get checked for yeah. for one or two corners, and like, I mean, why would Callum want to back off like he's there trying to have a bit of fun and then race so good on him? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, but yeah, that was one thing I noticed. I mean, sort of Mike would get that initial initial break, and then like it was sort of like. Jen would be able to run maybe a couple laps there, but yeah. Mike just was able to, to reel him off lap after lap. And if that's what he's doing on his practice bike, then I'm really keen to see what times they're going to get down to mm, this year at ASBK. Mm. Like, it's always a thrilling, especially because mm. they haven't had a, like a Morgan Park ASBK yeah. for a few years now. Yeah, it'd be interesting. What, what was the last round there? Was it 20? 2020. I think it was 2019. Because, um, yeah, was 20 was when COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah so it was COVID. Yeah, 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 a long yeah. time. Yeah. So it's going to be, yeah, going to be exciting to see. Um, yeah, see it happen. So well, twenty nineteen, Mike won there too, on the uh, on the twelve on the twelve ninety nine. Yeah, that's the championship year. Yeah. So yeah, he got the got the win there on the last last year of that. So yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it is. And yeah, this week obviously, um, motorcycle sportsman hosted an unofficial test. Um, yeah. It'd be interesting to see who's there and who yeah. actually drops into the twelves. You know, which is where <laughs> it's going to have to be at by the looks of it anyway. So. Yes. Um, yeah. What is the top lap record for Formula One? Do you know? Twelve eight, I believe. I High twelve eight. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah, it depends. ASPK and uh, club are slightly, ever so slightly different. But uh, yes, between I think it's around twelve seven. Yeah. Okay, 12, so like, yeah, twelve six, 12. twelve eight, somewhere around there. Yeah. I think Herfoss has got. I forget the order, but there's a share between Mike and. 
Troy Herfoss, who yep. have yeah, one's got qualifying and one's got race, but there's quite a marginal difference yeah, if okay. anything between yep. the two of those. Yeah, any like obviously we'll talk about the round actually, but uh, Callum fantastic right now on the weekend. Mm. Got the start styled on that G6R. Eh? He just, he's annoying how good he can start pretty much anything because he had like <laughs> yeah. we're like I mean yeah I guess for those that don't know Callum and I housemates so there's always a little bit of banter there. Yeah. But um he had a he was sort of a victim of a cold track uh, on Sunday morning, Sunday morning yes, unfortunately so he did a bit of damage to his G6R <clears> and he had to borrow a bike. I think it was just a. CBR, he described it, it had like no rebound, it was pretty much just like someone that was potentially put together just to help him go and, and ride. Yep. And he was still getting good starts on that also, I think, up into second and some of them for briefly. <laughs> and um, He's a starter. But, right? Yeah, it's, oh, it's, you know you've got a good start if you've got a head of Calum in the turn one, but it's, um, yeah, he's very hard to do that. And yeah, he's he did what he had to do to keep, I guess, the points coming in for the Summer Down series. He went out there and made the most of yeah, the situation and yeah, yeah good on him. Because that, that crash on uh, the, the first like Sunday morning, Sunday morning session, morning. that was uh, yeah. awfully cold. Everyone's got to ride the same conditions and everything like that, but it was good that he got back up straight away, got back up, assessed the bike. Like I was standing there watching him. I'm like, oh, he's all right. That's yeah. the main thing. He's, you know, points are a big thing for him here. And mm-hmm. got, he obviously got the bike back around, but it was a bit yeah. damage to it, eh? Yeah, yeah like I, I didn't see that race in this entirety. Like you yeah. kind of, you know, when you're in pit lane, you hear like oohs and ahs, and then someone had mentioned pretty quick it was was Callum. But yeah. unfortunately, yeah, it was just one of those things. Um, cold track having with the superbikes being out quite early, it was unfortunately almost yeah. inevitable in a sense. And yeah. there was a few that ended up going down. I think in that. Well, no, there were a few guys yeah. that didn't even go out. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. There's a fair few that have didn't elect. I, I think from memory there's only actually five people. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that, like for the bigger bikes? So if it is cold and it is red flagged, um, for them to come back in, just put your tyre warmers on and then just go back out again, would it make sense to maybe skip a, skip a, um, a race and yeah. have the bigger bikes go a little bit later? It's a, it's an interesting question, isn't it? Because I had that I had this conversation with a couple couple of people in the pits. Because obviously the bigger bikes get more power, like you'd be putting a lot more force to the tires or trying to anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a that's a tough one, and and it, and it got pushed because of delays from the day before. Yeah, correct. So yeah, like, there's so all lots of they're trying to and... you know they're trying to accommodate everybody, but um, yeah, it's a good question. It may be something that maybe should be considered but to I me mean, to your point like you got to ride to the conditions yeah that's that's you the gotta, golden rule that everyone has to follow yeah, yeah. It's, um it's it, an interesting one sorry to you're right, mate, you're think, right. i think like when you look at masters and morgan park the weekend before not the weekend before around before yeah. it was wet the yeah, entire weekend and there wasn't yeah. a lot of crashes but mentally it's a lot easier to almost switch off or build into it when you're starting almost fresh and like going out and building on a wet yes. track but if yeah. you go from saturday afternoon Pretty where a lot of people have yeah. race one or like they, they're going for it and usually race one is yep. where people are sort of peaking lap times at least from that point of a weekend mm, yeah. then they go and have to take that back when mentally like yes they can realise it's a cold track but I don't know like I think to answer your question regardless of bigger bikes or smaller bikes I think it, if, if it could work into where a situation like that yeah it would be ideal to go and have them be warmer or have the tyre yeah. warmers up to temperature it's, it just makes yeah. it a bit safer. You're sort of thinking it? that the other bikes that are going up for the next race are actually ready, ready. Mm. So you could give them like a five minute, whatever they go out, and then the yeah. the other class that's mm. been bought. In, in go dirt out. track, right? Interesting idea. Like mm. going up doing that. The, well, quite often, <coughs> say if there's a uh, a wet track, say the night mm. before, especially racing oil track, and oil yeah. track was awfully slippery when it was wet. Sure. What they do would be send the sidecars out first. Right. <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> thinking that. Because it created a dry line. <coughs> yeah. And. That 
also would create, because you've got three wheels of grip, you're also generating a bit of track temperature along yeah. a fair bit of the track. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be much because it's not like the sun getting on the track. But yeah. um, in my opinion, and everyone's got an opinion, but I think the sidecars are probably the best thing to get out there because there's three le three tyres on the ground. You've got more grip. Yeah. Generate your heat through your three tyres and get that race underway. And that just delays it probably, hopefully pretty quickly, <laughs> not mm -hmm. too long, but that hopefully delays a bit more so there's a bit more sun on the track so the next one can get out of the way and you change the sidecar yeah. through the day. Don't know if it works, but that was always the golden rule for, mm, for dirt tracks. Let's get the sidecars out there, they'll dry the track, they've got three wheels of grip yep. and um, get that through the day. It's not a bad idea. and it's, There's no golden solution. No, no not. there's not, <laughs> other totally. than time. Because it, 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 it does, mm. even in the winter time, like the, the temps do come up pretty quick. Yeah. After, you, mm, usually by do. 11 o'clock it's, yeah. it's warm. Yeah, it's warm enough to. Yeah, because yeah. you got that. We got that uh, first Formula One race out of the way. Yeah, like it started at eight thirty-five or whatever. Mm, yeah, like after that race from nine o'clock onwards, there was no incidents. No, yeah, like it, everyone yeah. sort of happened, you know. So there's a bit of temperature. Everyone's learnt a bit from obviously the mistakes that have been made in the start, but still the other rule. Everyone's got to ride the same track, so it's hard. It's a hard, it's a hard one. Always, they obviously did because it was only how many did you say we were in the race? Five. Oh, yeah, so a lot of them five, actually yeah. just peeled off anyway. Made the decision after yeah. the warm up. Well, actually, it's not. Yeah, like your jets and your mics, they didn't go out yeah, even at the start. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's so much <clears throat> little to gain, lot to lose. Yeah. You know, which is okay too. Yeah. So that's well, a decision. Yeah, especially if you're not. If you're, you're not, not in the series points, points. Yeah, yeah, you're in the series points, it doesn't matter, yeah. But in Callum's situation, yeah, that's for instance, right, it's in the series that's leading, yeah. so he, he has points to are points. Yeah. Up, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a toughie. It is a toughie. Mm. And you're losing tyre temperature off the warmers to the track. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's, so, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. that's the big part. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Another interesting thing with foes is like, and we only really, like, you get really one winter race in the club calendar usually each year, which I remember yeah. this one last year was similar again, like a few yeah. cold tide crashes. But those morning races first up, like the two warm-up laps sometimes, as great as they are to, to get you into the, the mindset, I think when the field doesn't stay close together, it can exaggerate the cold tire effect because you're sitting... Yeah usually the faster guys over those two laps they either have to hang back really far to yeah. to be able to get up to the grid at the same time or or not and I think it exaggerates the effect so it's almost it almost puts an emphasis on you know the field needing to stay quite compact on those warm-up laps or no one really dawdling just to ensure that you know but that said as well like I was expecting turn three crashes on the first lap but I think Callum's was lap two so it was like I don't know if it was just a thing where like the tyre just wasn't able to, to maintain Potentially yeah, I've crashed on a lap two, yeah. um, um, into turn three as mm. well for a cold tire. Same so deal. Yeah, 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 same deal. Mm. Interesting. We got to expect. Nice. I mean, you know, the the track temperature is going to be cooler. So it, I mean, even even on subsequent laps, it's going to be pulling heat out of that rubber faster mm. than mm. Um, even normal. So I, yeah, it's a and it, you know everyone knows how easy it is to spin up a tire on the superbikes. Yeah, yeah. Is mm. your was yours front end going in? Ah, yes, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that did more damage, like it was just a like a slide, but yeah, it damaged the bike and that had the radiator too. So. Yeah. Did you get any warning or just like, no, no warning? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I was being aware because I knew it was cold, I was actually yeah. being mindful yeah. that it was a cold tire, yeah, right. Was so it's one of those ones like, oh, I'm gonna cry, yeah, yeah. crash. No, <laughs> no, I wasn't, I was just, oh. yeah, yeah. It's, anyway, it's harsh, like it's. Yeah, no golden rule. No, there's um, no, no. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no way to sort of get around it. And 
to ride in the best conditions up there, which winter does provide, like, mm-hmm. it is clear. It's you know, the there. best times are normally fast. Yeah, 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 yeah midday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to ride in winter up there. It's the best. You yeah. Know? So yeah, there's no. Yeah. Plus, you're not um, you're not flirting with heat stroke mid race either. No. Nah. Like that's a summertime uh, man. It can be brutal. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's one of those places. Good. Yeah. I love it up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Only hypothermia. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a brutal weekend though. But uh, what else? Any other standouts for Formula One that weekend? Um, not necessarily. Like, it was interesting because you had some of the like the ASBK guys there and yeah. then there were some of the club guys that weren't like I don't mm. correct me if I'm wrong but I don't believe Rena's race team were there like yeah, Albert and Pogrebs was there yeah and then, uh, yeah Kevin and Al Baker weren't there Scott Garner wasn't there Garner wasn't there there's a fair, fair few of the top it's probably the top five from a general cup uh, club yeah. round not club round while we're on that topic um, I remember actually hearing or seeing and I think we've all sort of talked about it before we hopped in was the uh, Fed Kev um, Pelgrave and Albert Baker were going to do the Sydney five hour was end of a month yeah end of July yeah. the end of July yeah have you done that race Kerry yeah, yeah. how yeah. was it yeah yeah very good very exciting yeah. I teamed up with another girl yeah um, yeah twice I've done that actually oh, it's huge now that race is absolutely huge Stephen to, to book a, to book in it's they sell within a you know a minute yeah. or two five hours that's like <clears throat> Did a twenty four hours? Did you ever do a twenty four hour scooter race? Like no, <laughs> the men's, I think it was called. Did you do one? Yeah, I did one. Broke my hand in it actually. But no, <laughs> like no, just going back to that though. Like, do you do you find that time goes quickly when you're actually like you look at it five hours and obviously when you're in the the stent it kind of. Well, I don't know. You're doing an hour and fifteen minutes stent in more parks, so probably. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's a weird dynamic, isn't it? Because like you go in and it's like. When you're riding, it feels like sometimes, like, damn, when you're on, say, like, 15 at Walmart Park, you know, it starts to kick in. But then at the end of it, it almost feels like, far out, like, where did that, I think yeah. for, for Morgan Park stand, it's like, where did that two and a half hours go? Like, it feels like we just sort of, like, it's mm. just weird how the time sort of yeah. works just when you're on off a bike, yeah. You just got to break it down, just like mm. with any enduro type of racing yeah, or training, yeah. just yeah. break it all down. We did a couple of the Transmoto <clears throat> off-road, like, eight hours and stuff, and, you know, three in a team. And the first three hours, it's like, times to stand still you're like oh gee like there's still five hours to go or whatever mm. and this is the same in enduro on a different scale but the last few hours it's like oh gee like I got, am I going to get another ride or how's it go like time does yeah, ramp up when you're doing an enduro yeah. it's, it's weird how it works but uh, yeah I'm excited for this one that's coming up hey? it's going to be good me too um, this is it's going to be a lot of fun yeah awesome let's get on to Formula 2 yes Formula 2 um, Formula 2 mm-hmm. we've got the you know uh a specialist here Formula 2 <laughs> but uh, obviously Cullen came out for the weekend to have a ride in that too didn't he? That was the weekend was prior that, um, Was it planned though? Or, no? Well that was I think we're thinking states because Callum, Callum rode, raced the GSX the weekend beforehand um, yeah. so round one of QRRC so, yes. and I think he's going to come back in the next round to do that again there's yep. plenty of smack talks surrounding that yep. but um, yeah like we had our share of ASBK I guess it wasn't really Tom Bramich came up from from down south. Yep. Um, I think there were a couple like Mitch Coon. Mitch Coon. Um, yep. Then there was maybe one or two other guys, but it was actually a really interesting field because he had young Glenn Nelson step up John and Mitchell. make his oh, yeah. debut. Yeah, John, John obviously he so, was yeah. on fire. Um, so it was it was good. Like yeah. I was kind of a bit bummed that I couldn't ride the R6 and try to at least like you know Johnny was on fire doing 15s, but you know having that reference fair or even Tommy who was running 16s like it would have yeah. been great enough feel like it would have been a great weekend like you guys mentioned with yeah. the track in good conditions to set a lap time um, yeah. 
but yeah, no, it's, it's always great when you get uh, riders of that caliber come and mm. have a ride, and um, I think it just elevates everyone. Like you know, when you have a carrot that's you know running fifteens, it just sort of drags everyone along, for even sure. if you can't sort of run that pace. Do you think the John Littrest times was about where the times will be for ASBK? Depends how hard he's pushed. Um, I think like fifteen sixes, fifteen sevens maybe. It was. Morgan Park's an interesting one because a lot of people will qualify well and can yep. do one lap there, but Johnny's, from looking at him, he's able to hold that pace. So from mm-hmm. a race pace perspective, and let's say Tom Edwards or maybe, the tests will be a lot more revealing, but I mean, Tom Bramich, for example, was there. He's usually a, a quite a, a decent benchmark in, in that class, at least this year. He's sort of stepped up and, and providing that, but I think um, he got down to a 16.4, I believe. So. It's interesting, like, I think Morgan Park's one of those tracks that does take a bit of time to learn, and Johnny's had the chance to do a few laps around there. Yep. So if other riders can get that track time in the two days and sort of get there to where he's pushed, I think qualifying, I think the qualifying, like, there's been, I know Brock and Ollie have ran 14s there, low 14s, but I think officially the lap record's only a 15 flat or a 14.9. Mm. So will that get broken? I, I don't know, but I think from a race pace perspective, I'd be surprised if someone was consistently able to run sort of... Yep. In the 14s. So fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy fast. Man. So, obviously, the, <clears throat> sitting in commentary, seeing John Littrest crank out those times in the mm. weekend, that was something that's pretty special to watch. You know? Yeah. Uh, also, his riding style is very smooth. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Very, a lot like yeah. Mike. Well, I was going to say yeah. exactly that. It's mm-hmm. like the Mike, so efficient on yeah. the bike. So, mm. um, Tom Bramich there on the. Is that one of the bike best bikes? Is that what. No, nah, he's got. Yeah. Tom Tom Bramich has got a, a separate outfit for is that. that. Um, yeah, so it's oh, I don't know like where his bikes have come, come from, from in the past, yeah. but um yeah, it was cool to see his progression throughout mm. the weekend. I thought he did pretty well considering Absolutely. like he hadn't ridden there on a, on a full size bike before. Um, but yeah, now Johnny's certainly I think he will set for the benchmark, and yep. what that benchmark will be will be really interesting to see for sure. One of the standouts for me in F two, Ben Trevenna actually rode really well, got his fastest time. That's one Daddy. thing. Yeah. One nineteen zero six two or something around, around that. Yeah, nine zero. Eighteen. So, yeah. Did he get eighteen? I don't, no don't think so. I remember if it's like there's very close, wasn't it? Yeah. There's a bit of a group chat that a few of us are in. And like I remember him and Josh all having a bit of a, a banter about who's got the faster lap. And I know Josh is very quick, close to a an eighteen as well. But I think they're very very like marginally off of it. So probably next year that'll be a battle to watch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. There, was, there was a rider that came in for Mark McGregor's team for Addicted to Train, Morgan yeah. McLaren Wood. Did mm-hmm. you see him? Yeah, I did see He did real life. That was his first week in Morgan Park. He first did really time well. Morgan yeah. Park yeah. on a bike he's never ridden and got into the low 19s. Wow. Yeah. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So just flew in from New Zealand, had a ride. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a fantastic start for someone to come ride at that track. So yeah. uh, I don't know if he's coming back again, but that was pretty exciting. I think we're playing, like, I remember I spoke to him at the end of a weekend. He's a really nice guy. Um, yep. I think you mentioned the plan was to, like, don't, don't, um, excuse me if I get this wrong, but I think the plan was to potentially do ASBK next year or build yeah, cool. towards that. Yeah, okay. So um, he's got, yeah, he's got a great infrastructure with addicted to track there to be able to sort of yeah. do that. So, yeah, I mean, if you can go and do a 19 in your first weekend at Morgan Park on a, on a big bike, then, yeah. It's it looked like it was pretty smooth as well out there, so. Yeah, yeah. there was nothing too um, outlandish or it didn't look out of control. I'm like, oh, this is... This is exciting. Like something that you've never seen you go to the track. Like everyone else you've seen at some point mm-hmm. as a reference. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty cool. So that'll cover F2. Mm-hmm. Production 400. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that for us? Sure. Yeah, that was a, it was a as, we, as we mentioned earlier, it was a crazy competitive field. Um, the, uh, the race DNA bikes were, uh, took, out, took out the first row in qualifying on, on 
Saturday morning, I'm sure Jason loved that. Um, <laughs> did very well, yeah. Um, good mate, uh, ex club pilot Tristan Verco uh, won his first race. Yeah. Um, did really well to, to do that. Um, yeah, the and then the the host of the um, the ASPK competitors that were up there, getting ready for round five, um, was impressive. Uh, a lot of very very fast, very talented young riders up there. That was. It was fun to watch. Uh, Teo, uh, Teo Aksu was, uh, he got down in the 23s, we mentioned. Um, I thought that I might be able to kind of like hold on to him for a little bit. It never happened. Wow. <laughs> never. Uh, like, like Troy said, you, you get you know, like one or two corners go by and then before you know it, like he's, you're far enough away that it doesn't matter anymore. And it's, um, yeah, pretty good. Um, we were... Uh, we were meant to be the first ones out on Sunday morning, but because of the delays, uh, it ended up being F1. So uh, the Sunday races for uh, Prod 4 was they, they were both excellent conditions and fast. Like people yeah. were people were moving along really well. It was a lot of fun. I had a I had a much better I had a much better weekend than um, than I expected I was going to. Like I mentioned, and the uh, I think one one of the reasons I, I was I was going to say this the I cleaned out all of Troy's uh, dirt, grime, and grass out of the air filter from last year on the club bike. Where'd you go? Well, I did put that in right before the, um, I think the final round of last year. Yeah. So I didn't, um, yeah, didn't get to do too many laps on on that particular one. So maybe Stevie's been uh, crash tracking a bit too much. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a, uh, I was it was there was an impressive amount of dirt. Uh, jammed into that thing and I and I, I, I know it's probably placebo effect in my head but I swear that bike was pulling a little harder than it normally did <laughs> helps it does <laughs> making them breathe you yeah. always see you know like you have those moments if you get like say for example a 1 minute 20.001 and you get those like yeah. what could I have done to you know shave off that 1000th of a second or yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go could that's have been it could have been that <laughs> yeah could have been that Article. Jonesy Jonesy in the mix yeah he got boxed up as well he was yeah. um yeah, he had to work for it. He did. The, those, um, well, I said the, those Club 400s are they're pretty powerful. Yeah. Um, obvious, like even the, the rider is incredibly skilled as him. Like, yeah. You got to work hard to overcome that sometimes. Yeah, it was good. I, I think, especially for Teo and what yeah. to be riding with, with Mike. Mike's oh, yeah. leading the Superbike Championship at the moment. You know, like the weekend before, he was, mm. won a Superbike race by six seconds. Yeah. To, to be able to ride with that rider with that caliber at the moment. Yes. I think that's pretty good for the next generation riders coming through too. You know? Oh yeah. So I was actually I was pitted. Uh, I was sharing a pit with Teo. Yep. Um, and when he when we came back in from that race, he was just beaming because he got to. Yeah. It's like it's been, <laughs> like. It's unreal. Yeah. 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 And Mike's such a good ambassador for it too. Like yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's never enough time in the world, you know. So. Yeah. Um, he's, he's he's good with his time, so it's nice to see. Very good. Actually, um, I spoke to Jason on, on the way here, and he was just saying, like, having Mike in that team as well for, for young Daly, like, the yep. amount that it's, it's helped him, for, like, progress, and he's improved rapidly this wow. year. It's been awesome. Like, he did a 23, I believe, in, over the weekend. That's it's that's sad. really cool. Yeah. And, like, yeah, he, like, a big, like, having Mike being able to be there and sort of in that mentoring role, I think, done, done wonders and not taking anything away from Daly. He's riding absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But I think, you know, for someone like that, who is leading the Superbike Championship to actually come out to a club race and race and something like that. It's just, it, it speaks about Mike's character yeah. as well. And um, 
yeah, it's it's awesome. Like I was sitting there in pit lane, like oh, I really wish I had like a mini bike to go out there, and, <laughs> yeah. right? Because you just learn, like, just learn so much in that environment, and like it'd be a lot of fun too. And yeah, like you said, seeing the smiles on these young guys' faces coming in, and yeah. it was just it was cool, cool. It's cool, and like, like you're on pit lane, so you're in that spot, you can see it. You're at the track, you can see it. But to see Mike come between turn one and two, that was where there's so much time being made. Like, oh was, really? Yeah, coming into into like just under breaks. Yeah. It, and, and we've seen that all year in the superbike. Mike's under brakes is awesome. That transition from off the brake to back on the throttle. Yeah, it's just the style is just insane. Like Hidden Valley, mm. you would have seen it as well. Like you come into Hidden Valley, coming into the brake, and then once that transition of getting off the brake and onto the throttle, he's got something really dialed at the moment for his. Mm, he has. Yeah, it's he's just a QR as well between one and two. Exactly mm. the same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just that transition of off off the brake and back onto the throttle. He just gains so much. Um, so much time so mm. interesting F1 F2 Clubman now this is something that happened I was at the open day you were yeah. at the open day as well Kiri a couple of people actually from Clubman <clears throat> came up and said hey thanks for mentioning us in the podcast what oh, you guys yeah. are doing that it's awesome so if you listen again thanks for coming up it's, uh, yeah it's nice to get feedback about is it good or bad or anything but uh, mm. yeah some nice racing again for that class over the weekend it's fantastic they're um, yeah I just don't know where Clubman goes. Like I said last time, it's just so fast. <laughs> it's like, so yeah. fast. So really it is, it's, a class, it's, it's a fast class. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that, Kiri? What, what do you reckon about that? The Clubman? Yeah. Yeah, they are fast. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are quicker than me. <laughs> so, uh, and it's interesting when they actually race with us. So, yeah, um, yeah when they're with us. I, I think they really enjoy it themselves as well. Yeah. It gives them a bit of a push. For sure. As well. Mm. Uh, I think it's a great class. Mm. I think um, if I had my time over when I was starting, I would have really liked that. Yeah. Personally, just to have, because there's no way that I'm ever gonna, you know, get any award uh, trophies or anything like. Sure. Even though they they stipulate some people, you know, stipulate mm. that it's just a trophy hunting type of class, but it's not really. It's where you can actually, you know, try and better yourself and, and thinking that you might be up the front, you yeah. know, which is um, fantastic, is what I think. There's a great transition from the track day. Yes. Too. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you come from doing the track days and uh, move into that. It's awesome for that. So it's a little bit less intimidating when you you know. Uh, I remember the like I was you know just a track day guy for a couple of years and before I jumped in and came to my first race and the 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 level of speed between reasonably quick track day guy and front runner in F one or F two is huge. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like. I didn't realize people could ride that fast. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, that's a yep. yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, it does definitely hold back. It's gaps, definitely so. a great stepping yeah. stone. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I so the racing is so cool. Like watching Mark Ford and um, oh, Kev Arthur, like Yamaha versus Suzuki Six Hundred. They're like best, like good mates yeah, as well. Really like it, it reminds me kind of like Cal and I, like with Yamaha Suzuki, you know, racing each other close. And they like it's good to see. Like just you can go out there, have a good battle. I saw a photo. I literally like. I think. That yeah, might have been the on. closest finish of the whole weekend. It was so cool. I yeah. think it was. Yeah. yeah. They're riding really well, like you mentioned, Kieran, yeah. like the lap times and like, yeah. Yeah. Just, it's cool to see. And yeah, yeah. like they're, they're out there having a blast racing, racing like you good mate. And that's what it's about, you know, having fun. 100%. And, yeah. 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 And they're, they're like uh, legitimate, like Mark messaged me through the event because obviously mm. he heard some, someone said in the commentary. So they're obviously ones on a Yamaha, one's on Suzuki, did you say? Yeah, Suzuki. Yeah. Yeah. Suzuki. And they're, um, they're teammates too. Obviously, they're sponsored by the same people and everything, yeah. but they're teammates. He goes, make sure you let them know that we're teammates. <laughs> 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 I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah so, um, yeah, I was like, oh, that's really cool. You know, they're, um, 
Yeah, they're really putting it on though, they yeah. Did yeah. you ask them who the number one rider was in the team or still not? Mark's going to say it's Mark. There's no question. But um, no, he's riding really well too. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, had a great event. So, yeah. Um, what else we got? Sidecars, obviously. Sidecars. Sidecars yeah. um, Tristan, Tristan and, and Phil. Underwood. Yeah. Unreal again. They are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're at home. Um, yeah. I don't know what else. Yeah. Have you been in a sidecar? Okay. I've done, uh, I've swung a few years back. Yeah. Yeah. Really hard. How hard is it? It's oh, I, can't, I can't say I've never done it. <laughs> no. yeah. You should try it. I've sat, I've sat in a, like in the bike stationary and to yeah. me it was hard enough. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did cool. you enjoy it? Uh, no, not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my knees aren't that great. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you really need that. It is, it is really hard work. Yeah. 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 yeah it was, it was, um, like obviously we've had 12 on the grid at the peak I think for this year mm-hmm. um, that was maybe at the Masters I think it might have been but uh, I think we had about six this weekend yeah uh, some good racing all through the all through the field um, Dane Anderson Kelly Ridgeball setting their fastest time yeah, yeah. out there well, so they got down Kelly was, Kelly was mm-hmm. over the moon with that one yeah. Yeah. Oh, so excited, yeah. it's so, fantastic got yeah. to overtake some people so it was cool um, it's really really cool to watch so, yeah, excuse yeah. me um, and when I was at um, QR watching ASBK and they had the, the sidecars there and to be able to watch them the entire the lap yeah, yeah the whole way it was really exciting really good yes, yeah yes. really good we I, don't really get to see that at Morgan Park only sort of the start yeah. I think it's one of the most exciting yeah, forms of racing yeah. you know, they're all flying you know it's, it's yeah it's awesome to watch so it's so good on them yeah, there's a there's a lot of risk there, especially when you try to make a pass on something like that. Because you know they're much wider. And, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of the things like uh, I'm just trying to think what it was, but it was uh, it was Dave Bucks and Michelle Thompson, right? Yeah. So they're on the green outfit, um, and it was obviously Tristan and Phil, and maybe someone else coming around. It was three wide coming under the bridge with three sidecars pretty much. Oh, it's like, whoa, this, this is all good. Like, you know, the, the rules of a funnel don't work real well here. And, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, just in Phil Underwood. We can't speak highly enough of it because they are on absolute fire. Yeah, yeah, so, gosh. We'll talk about the F3, obviously, with the NSF Challenge Cup. Yeah. So Kazoo brought some riders along to that and some yeah. Moto3 bikes. Yes. That's right. Do you know how many were out there? I don't know the total number of Moto3s, but when we get into it, there's a few, uh, let's say, interesting guest appearances that did take place in that class. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty pretty far, like, obviously a very fast class, so you got Moto3 bikes there. Yeah. Uh, 20s, 23s? 21 flat was 20, it. I think oh, Cam Dunker oh, and Cam once. Swain both did low 21s. Cam Swain won the weekend and Dunker got the fastest lap. Wow. I believe. I think. Right. That's oh, it's my group chat memory. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that group chat certainly just helped us out then. Oh, um, so many group chats. <laughs> <laughs> but how fast is that? You're, you've ridden a Moto 3, obviously. Yeah. How, how fast is a 21 around there on something like that? It's going pretty good. Like, I think um, it's, it's hard to say because those bikes have... I don't know exactly what the spec of them is now compared yep. to what we used to. And then I know, I think... Like, and then you get, I believe Harrison Voigt did some laps around there on a Calyx KDM, which could be wrong here, but it may have, like, similar to what Jonas Folger used to ride for Aspar, like, before yeah. they came out with a later model or latest generation again, a KDM and just Honda. I believe he's done a, a 19 before, but a 21 on an NSF is certainly not bad, yeah. especially if it's more on the stock side. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it's great to see, like, young Cam Swain's racing in the Itamitsu Asia Talent Cup. Um, he didn't have a lot of experience on a Moto3 before this year, so it's great to see how he's adapted. And, again, 
Same with Cameron Duncan, who came up like he's had very little experience on a Moto3, but for them to be able to, you know, do that, and I think, you know, if you put them on that track again at the end of the year, I wouldn't be surprised under the same circumstances yep. if they'll be able to go a second quicker again, just purely because they've got that potential with the amount of time they've currently had on the bike. Oh, it's, it's incredible. Like, obviously, trying to get them off the grid is hard. Like, mm. they obviously, um, once they're rolling and got momentum, it's unreal. But to have it mixed in there with supermotos, uh, supermono, like everything from oh, yeah. F3 class, um, so many different parts of the track where one's better than the other. But yes. corner speed, corner speed, corner speed, Moto3, mm -hmm. hey, it's insane to watch. It's cool to see, isn't it? I yeah. remember when Cal, like when we used to race some Moto3s, Paul Dawson was on a supermoto bike. I yep. think he had like an Aprilia. And he always used to get us off the start. It was so annoying, like, because then we'd, like, try to, within reason, like, try to block him, and it was just nothing. Like, Carol's always a good start of it. Like, I'd end up buried behind a few motards, and then it's, like, from the outside watching it, it's so cool. But when you're sitting there on a Moto3 fan in the clutch trying to get first gear to work, it's, like you say, just completely different bikes. Yeah. Like, you probably start a motard one second gear almost, whereas yeah, the, uh, I'm not sure. with, uh, with a Moto3, if you started in second gear, I don't think it'd really be a start. It'd be more of a stall, but yeah. So that, that would benefit you, like, riding with different class or different types of bikes, do you think? Because you'd have to have a different structure of race racing, wouldn't you, against those type of... you had a different strategy. strategy. Definitely, yeah. like, yeah. I think, yeah. as a young rider especially, just having to, you know, evolve your racecraft like that to pass something that's geared yeah. completely differently. It is certainly, I think, experience yeah. like that for sure is valuable. Yeah, it's it, um, pretty cool. I very much yeah. enjoyed racing, guess, because in the, in the hot start earlier this year, they had the um, production 400 and F3 were together. Mm. And so it was, we had, you know, the R3s and Ninja 400s against the Motards on the track at the same time anyway. Yeah. And they were very hard to get past. Mm. You know, they're, mm. they're, 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 especially coming out of the slow corners, they're so much faster, but their top end's not quite there. So you have, it's this weird, yeah. You know, and, and the braking, they break so well. Yes. Yeah. You know, they got so much. Uh, they get really wide. Wide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got, say Michael Ricks, so number 70, I think he's 71, Michael Ricks. Mm. He got the whole shot every every race that weekend, and Michael's probably like got shoulder like he's probably as wide as I am across the shoulders. <laughs> so he's on the supermoto. Then you got you know Sway and Dunker and that on the moto mm. three that are small sort of thing. Yeah. So you got Rick's coming into turn four, and he's like it's like he goes his shoulders even bigger coming into there. And mate, he he's absolutely helping on that. Um, he's like KDM four fifty. So yeah. Um, yeah, he got the whole shot each time, but by the time he got out of four. The Moto 3s have just got their roll on and been able yeah, to drive yeah, out. Yeah. Once you're in front, I don't think you're ever going to get them back by that point. Oh, yeah. I was gonna, what's no the chance. lap record on the Super Motor there? It's got to be 25s, probably. That's actually a good yeah, question. I'd yeah. be curious to know, yeah. yeah. Probably a 25 or something. So. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Paul Dawson probably now off the top of his head. Probably. Yeah. 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 24.8 on the 3. Yeah, not down a thousand. It might even be him, so. To be honest, yeah. they've done a lot of years on that SXV, the Prillia. Mm -hmm. That's the bike to do it on if you're going to do it on a big track like that. So, yeah. yeah. So, Kiri, yes. Enduro. I, I guess we've covered most of the racing stuff as much as we can sort yeah, of touch cool. on and everyone like that. So, awesome round for racing. Um, enduro coming up, Kiri. Are you excited for it? Like, uh, Yeah, what's, I am. What's I'm, I'm more excited about just um, having more time on the other one. Mm. Um, yeah, really excited about that um, and just seeing how the body handles handles the time now um, so having a, having a couple of offs since the last one um, seeing how I'm, I'm going to go but really looking forward to it yes. I like the way that um, it actually pans out how, how the race is uh, in itself because it's it's right down to the wire pretty much 
um, you just don't know where you are, so it's quite exciting. Yeah. I remember my last, the last, I think, I, I, no, it was cancelled last year, the year yeah. before. Um, like right down to the wire, and I thought, oh my God, we've only had the one pit. Yes. Um, and these guys have only just come out now, and if they don't pass me, I think I'm in it to get second or even first. Like, yeah. like so that's why you're thinking, and it just carries you on yeah. to, to stay out there longer. Yeah. Right, I'm not coming in. Just so keep pushing. Just yeah. so fun. It's just another another level of you know. Solid effort. Yeah. Like, I'm still getting my head around an hour fifteen because like. I'm seeing these young guys on the R3 on yeah. a superbike. We yeah. can't leave that out. That's it. But like, I see these <laughs> young guys more. coming in with camelbacks, <laughs> and like, you know, some some of these fit guys, they, I think they, a lot of them did like a one stop on the R3, but it's still like you see some of these other young kids, and these are on R3s, and like young fit fit guys that are like coming off basically like dead after an hour 15. Yeah. I and mean, like, I wouldn't say casually, but you just, you know, quietly going about and doing an hour 15 on the superbike. Oh, like, my so, best time was yeah. like a couple of um, laps prior to, to the finish, you know. Yes. No, no, serious. Yeah, no. you just no, get no, into a rhythm. Did you have water yeah. with you? No, no, oh, no. 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 Such a long time. <laughs> I remember correctly. <laughs> yourself. 2020 yeah. was in the summer of Enduro as well. So it, it was in the summer. summer like, yes. Yes. It was a warmer yeah. day yeah. that yeah. day. Yeah. November 1. Yeah. Yeah, and my partner Jason, he was because I was supposed to be pit. pit. I was yeah. supposed to come in, oh, and, I, and that was when we um, <laughs> were up on the top. Up yeah. on the top. Yeah. So every time I'd come up over, <laughs> over yeah. twelve, I'd look, and he's up there with his helmet on. Look, and he's got. He's <laughs> riding as well. <laughs> She's not coming have, in. Did you have a plan to do like an hour thing? Or? Uh, just we're going to do an um, till the fuel light come on. That's when. Yeah. yeah, and it actually did come on just about just after the hour, and I thought, right. oh, because I because I pounded him, I said, not to run out of fuel, worry out. This. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm oh my god, but I made it. Yeah. 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 Because that's a good. Awesome. That's a good guy. So we come through. Yeah, yeah, oh, we come yeah. through, which is. But you just like to be able to pull off a strategy like that, like oh, is yeah. that's definitely worth it's your blazer yeah. loose. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. I can't think of anyone else. Like, I know Oscar Davison, um, F two rider. I think he may have done like a forty five minute stand or a fifty minute stand. Um, yeah. but yeah, I can't say I'd know anyone else that's even like yeah. No. close. Yeah, close did, to doing now. I did. I did a forty minute um, that day, and it. I was. I, like you said, I, I came in off the bike, I was mm, <laughs> like, could hardly get off you, the thing. You said, Kerry, yeah. that like your fastest lap was just close Towards to the end, end of it. Yeah. yeah. What was, like, what's a fast lap at the end of that? Like, that just seems so bizarre. Uh, like, I'm not, uh, I'm not quite sure. I think it was 16. a 23, 20, <laughs> or 21, 21, yeah, wow. it might have been. Dang. Moving along pretty good, yeah. 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 So that's a I think it might have been that. Yeah. 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 I think we we're consistently yeah. doing about 23s consistently. Yeah. yeah. Maybe right. I did a couple of good ones in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you ride differently, so you must you just get into a rhythm. Seriously, you have um, to. Is that the key? And you don't break yeah. as hard because, especially going into turn four, mm. you know, it's because yeah. your, your hands are like, yeah. like killing. So you're trying not to break as hard. So, wow, that's yeah, that's a bit quicker. really forces you to learn to be efficient yeah. with your movements. Yeah, hundred percent. And breathe. You just got to breathe. Yeah, you know, like when you when you go in to do a race, you know, you get close to the end of the race, your tires are starting to get hotter and mm. they start to slide around more. How, how do your tyres start? Do you start to feel that? Or is it no, just... I think I was running the SC3s. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. Perfect. Like, I, I didn't the feel them. Time. Yeah, no, didn't feel them move at all. It's perfect. Yeah. It's nuts. Oh, it's nuts. It's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you're going to win it this year. You're going yeah. to So you. I won it. I won. They did. Oh, no, they changed the strategy now. So it's too hard. Oh, yeah, actually, you're not going to tell. You're not going to share a strategy. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, my God, I'm saying that. So you're still partnering up with Jason again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's Jason riding? He's got a ZX10R. Yeah, cool. Yeah. 
Actually, I had a question for you, Kiri, out of curiosity. Like, I remember you mentioning, and even Steve's talking about it as well, like the, the base level of electronics on the R1. Like, the BMW, from memory, is quite a sophisticated bike, like, with the electronics as well. Like, there's a lot... Like, what, what your Model S1000 did you have? I had the uh, 17. 17, okay. How do you find the 21 R1 stacks up to the electronics on the 17? Well, it's a lot more user-friendly on the yeah. R1. Um, yeah. I didn't... It wasn't as easy to adjust on the, mm. on the BMW, and it sort of was a bit too much for me, yeah, um, whereas right. the R1 is very simple. Mm. Um, and, yeah, the modes that they do run are very good, like... The, the traction control that you can change, so all sorts, you know. The what else? We've got engine braking. Yeah. Um, the slow control too, right? They've got, and yeah. slow control. Yeah. Although I don't sort of ride like that, so yeah. I, mm. it doesn't seem to affect me as much. But definitely the engine braking, for yeah. sure. Okay. Although I more or less just run them all on the, the lowest level now, anyway. Sure. Um, yeah. Just ride it. You mentioned slide control. Like when I rode that V4R at Morgan Park, uh, Masters and Morgan Park, it had the slide control. I really don't understand. <laughs> what's like what a diff like to me it's yeah I don't know like maybe I'd need to learn a bit more of a technical side but I'd never understood the difference between traction and, and slide control yeah you're like um, me actually on that so yeah, it's a it's it's, yeah. a, it's an interesting thing I, I played with it um I apologize to, to, to Luke Cooper because I I was playing with his motorcycle but he let me ride his R1 um at, back at the coaching day masters in Morgan Park and you can there's a difference between just outright wheel spin and it like will allow so much slip angle. Yeah, right. And okay. it can just kind of control that and hold that slip angle as you like coming out of turn three. I remember like remember rolling on the throttle like a little bit more aggressively, and the you could feel it pull back power, but only after the bike started to make sense. So slide. it's a it's of a degree essentially to let it slide and then the traction's yeah. how much or how quickly it will. Yeah. I think it's slide. just very versatile for any type of ride. It is, yeah, think, yeah. Um, it's just got so yeah. much. It's, it's easy to set up, yeah. yeah. Mm. And the engine is it oh. is so much more flexible. Yeah. yeah. Yes it is. Have you ever tried the I've noticed and especially like I remember from riding a super bike around Morgan Park wheelie around there is a big thing or a big factor like the more you can keep that front wheel down or at least controlled and give it power on it's just massive have you ever used like a, a hand rear brake or anything thumb rear brake to help me to go uh, again i'm not as aggressive i think of a yeah. rider for it to go up and i'm normally over the tank so i don't get so much of a lift yeah. um in the front and i rode the bmw like that as well sure. yeah. um so yeah i think it's purely more aggressive guys that like to have that yeah because yeah, I just remember like I remember riding a 2000. I think it was a 14 HP4 BMW, and then when uh, 2017, and the, the biggest difference I noticed from the, the standard, like all we ran was standard electronics back then, was mm -hmm. how how much better the wheelie control was on the 17. Like it was a lot more progressive, whereas on the HP4 it was pretty much all or nothing. So like it was pretty much pointless oh, well, having okay. it on because you'd accelerate it and then it just turn is, everything off. It just turn it off and then it's really choppy. And if you set it down over a bump, it's just Head shakes here. Oh, it's never necessarily yeah, nice, but yeah. with the newer bikes, and then yeah, I'd be curious on the R1 to see like what that would be again if that's another step. Because I think like getting the power down on those bikes, whether it's you know traction control, it's giving you the confidence to do that, or not having a front wheel up, is so key to, to getting a lap time, especially around yeah. Morgan Park with all of the bumps and elevation. Yes, yeah. yeah. That's one of the big things I see with Callum on the G6R mm. compared to like a lot of the R1 riders. Um, and I said it to him, obviously coming out of four. Just obviously electronics aren't quite Yamaha electronics, I guess. Yeah. Coming out of four, there's a big wheel stand trying to get onto the straight. There's a fair bit, like, just 
obviously different riding styles so many variables too but um yeah like obviously the r1 electronics is a really good package just from the start yeah. which yeah. is quite an interesting conversation when you get to the next level of asbk rider they're saying let's chuck them in the but it's um but just it is a, such a good base package for everyone to go to so yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Enduro, have the details been released of the times, or can we actually say much about it? I know someone just mentioned two and a half hours. Yeah, that's what that was the plan at the last one, but the, uh, the details sure for this round so hasn't come out yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 just so, bring a twelve hour on us. will be ready You'll be laughing, people, if you do them consistently. <laughs> I just still can't believe that. That's, yeah. that's huge. So. Yeah. so a couple of us have our uh, have our partners picked and stuff. I'm, I'm riding with uh, uh, Lucky Low. Yeah, he's a um, he, he's a he's a young guy that's been in the uh, production clubbing class. Uh, I've been working with him a bit this year on the coaching side of things. He's come to many of the coaching days with Dave Fuller, so mm -hmm. um, yeah, we're gonna have have a crack. Yeah, see how we go. Be nice. How good's your thirty meter sprint or whatever it is, forty meters? As long as I don't fall on my face, I think it's actually right. my best start because I don't start yeah. very well off the mm. off yeah. the line, yeah. but the um, the mon starts. Nail it. Nail Every it. time. Yeah. Every time. It just must be the rhythm when you get over it. Yeah. Ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Are you you're planning to race the like for the to the end of the year as well? Yeah. yeah. You're, you're yeah. back now. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Ah, awesome. Uh, well, Troy, you're not doing the enduro. Are you still um, unsure? It's, yeah, it's too early to really say because yeah. yeah, one first thing is um, just seeing if we'll have the the engine rebuild on the R6 by then which yeah. mm -hmm. plan is for us to still do ASBK which is the weekend before so yeah. hopefully yeah. Um, and then yeah if I do I've been speaking to young Josh Hall about potentially teaming up in, in 600s yeah. Um, but yeah I'll just have to wait and see like it'd be really fun to do yeah. that but yeah if I'm not racing at all be there probably in some way shape or form because this is such a great event and yep. yeah looking forward to it I might have to I don't know we'll have to watch if we're racing it we'll have to watch Kiri now make sure she's not going to do a sneaky one hour stand again <laughs> <laughs> or we're all going to have to do it yeah that's huge um, now that should be good obviously we've mentioned it before so unofficial test for motorcycle sportsman for ASBK is this week yes then uh, 5th to the 7th of August is the round of ASBK yes also motorcycle sportsman basically the host club for the event yep. so uh, it's going to be good are you coming out yeah yeah absolutely awesome. let's see how it might guys yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Any tips for that weekend? What do you reckon? Do, do, how do you think Mike will go? Yeah, he'll get up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I know Maxwell is definitely he, he's great there as well. Um, mm. And I was out at the track when he was out there last, I think, about a month ago. Did you put a stopwatch on him? Uh, I think he was doing 13s. Okay. Uh, yep. and that was just casually. We went down to turn nine and watched him. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty fun to watch them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. We're thinking, oh, it's going to hit us like we're right there. But yeah, impressive. Yeah. Really impressive. Mm, um, and he rides that bike really well. He so. does. Yeah. I, I like uh, looking at um, Troy Hofoss from Darwin. Mm -hmm. He's also good up there as well. Yeah, he, is, he looked really yeah. good in Darwin. And um, <clears throat> it's nice to see the progression coming forward. He's working, the whole team's working so hard at it. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see up there as well. well so. Starring should be fun to watch. Sure, he's not. Yeah, we're quick there. He's not one to sleep on either. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. it's just all great racing at the moment, isn't it? Ah, it is. oh, it's such an yeah, awesome part, the whole thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. gonna be good. So yeah, um, any tips for you? Who's gonna win? Ooh, I think I think Mike's got it as yeah. well. But okay. uh, I think I think he's gonna have a hard battle with Maxwell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. It'd be interesting. So um, 
I'm not going to say anything because I work for all the teams, so <laughs> there's no biases to be given. But yeah, I'm excited to see the round. And yeah. um, Auburn Park's one of those tracks that you do have to ride it. Yeah. Like you know, you can get to a Phillip Island or something, you can see the flow, and you've seen so much of it. But to really benefit from Auburn Park, you actually need to actually do. It's like Lakeside in a way. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to, yeah. the people that have done laps there. It is a big benefit. There are yeah. some. Uh, yeah, the, the, the lines aren't entirely obvious, and it's a, so a lot of it's because there are those bumps and undulations in the pavement mm. that were... It's tricky. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Awesome. Well, that concludes the show. Thank you for Excellent. so much for coming in. Um, yeah, pretty much covered all the bases. You got anything else, Troy? Um, well, I did put out a bit of an expression of interest, uh, like for people of oh, things to, yeah. to ask. But yeah, like, yeah. I think we've addressed a lot of that pretty well. Like Benny had asked to mention some of the sick battles that were in the 600 class, and he was riding exceptionally well. Absolutely. He was doing very well. Um, yeah, I know a couple of people were keen to like, as we spoke about before, to like ask if you'd done any riding while you were in New Zealand, Kiri. But oh yeah, yeah. I'd no, I'd think so. um, no, no. Yeah. I only started riding when I came to Australia, okay. um, and later in life too. So what made you close start to riding forty. Then? Um, well, cycling. <laughs> so oh. I was I was push bike riding on the road, and I nearly got taken out by a car. So I thought, you know what, I might get an engine in one of these bikes and start riding. So, yeah, that's where it all started. Mm. And first time at the track was with Dave Fuller and Leo Cash. Yeah. Got straight into it, so, yeah. Great place to start, isn't it? Yeah. I think, speaking personally, like I had one of my first rides with Devo and Leo as well, and just yeah. from the progression point of view, it's just a great environment to do that. I've been back um, once and watched the road racing um, mm. back in New Zealand. That would have been exciting. Yeah. Uh, to be able to do something like that. That was down in the Wanganui, the Boxing Day. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, race, it's, yeah, it's fantastic. Like, <laughs> and yes. I've been to uh, the Isle of Man, of course, as well, and that's oh, just that's incredible. It. Oh, that's, yeah. That's incredible. That's a bucket list thing so, for me. Well, i got to see that. Mm. Would you like to do that? Yeah, so I've actually ridden the double R around the, the TT yeah, um, because you, they, they leave the mountain open. Yeah. Um, no speed limit, so and one way. Oh, that's tempting. <laughs> and you go up prior to the racing, so you get up early and you go and ride that. It's incredible. Yeah, it's scary as fuck. <laughs> 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 First time up that mountain, I was going, God. Yeah. But um, yeah, wow. so cool. So cool. Yeah, right. But yeah, if I had my time over, I would definitely like to do road racing. One hundred percent. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So no, no. So Australia is where I started. This is um, where I've learnt everything from here. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, cool. And I guess another one asking for a friend, Steve. Um, how do you clean an air filter on an R3? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> so you already mentioned my lack of ability <laughs> to do it earlier. Um, that could be one of your videos. Yeah, actually, yeah, oh, seriously, oh, yeah, maintenance videos. Yeah, this is this is for Troy. <laughs> <laughs> Not naming names or pointing fingers. Um, yeah, I got a message from you last round. Oh yeah, I I forgot I was going to mention this earlier. I'm so sorry. I am not a meteorologist, as it turns out. But uh, apparently, apparently, this fine young gentleman was uh, yeah, over the yeah. PA system was announcing to the world that if anyone had any questions about the weather outcoming, they should come oh, ask the club pilot. Oh, that's <laughs> true. So with um, life in general, <laughs> just any issues, I think the club it's part of the club pilot duty to come up and ask <laughs> what the temperature is today. Right. I definitely need to advertise this for the next round. I had, a, I had at least I had at least three different people come you up did? and ask me what the weather was. Yeah. Oh, so people must say listen to the microphone or the oh, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, we people listen to it. Actually, funnily enough, yep. speaking now 
I remember, like, with Vermoto Free, the whole sort of guest rider thing, Callum rode Vermoto Free in place of Michelle Benjack, and we were yes. having a laugh in the yes. first one because it was really low-key. Mm. And it was still Michelle Benjack on the timing transponder. Yes. And I think Ooh. even, even like, for the first lap or two, like, like roughly so, like, there's no way you would have known, but, like, I think you might have mentioned it was Michelle yeah, she's going. Yeah, she's, she's going. So she's sitting there on pit wall. She's like, we're me, her, and Steve are absolutely cracking ourselves laughing, <laughs> and we're like going, go Michelle every time. <laughs> and she's setting like PV lap times, and yeah, it was uh, it was well, pretty funny. The thing was like, she, who was Cal, <laughs> come through in the field a bit too. Like, was making up, like just yeah. getting into a rhythm. I'm like, wow, wow. This, on the screen, yeah, and on the bike number. And I'm like, yeah. okay, this is all right. And then yeah, Steve messaged me. He's like. Um, oh, Michelle's down here with me, mate. That's Callum. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we weren't sure if you had your phone like on you because I remember Steve showed me the text yeah. and we were like, we don't know. Mick's probably focusing just on the commentary. Like, probably not going to look yeah. to it until the end of the race. It was the end of the race. Yeah. yeah. Go out and like, oh. I think I said something. I said, oh, sorry about that. It was a mistake because there was oh. actually a couple of things that weekend that were like, mm. like glitches over the timing compared to. What there were some timing problems. Yeah. yeah, yeah it, made, right. it makes it a bit hard, but. You can only read what's in front of you too. Great, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. you're great. Like it's adding so much. Like, oh, well, it's great to have you in that in that position because it's like it's awesome. Like it, it's it so much us, fun. It yeah, you can, you can hear what's going on. Yeah, in yeah, pit lane and yeah. yeah. I mean, like even even the old laugh like that's just this oh, awesome funny. part. Awesome, like it adds to the awesome atmosphere of being at the track sporties. It's good for me to have like a message come from you to say, oh, people ask you about the weather <laughs> and stuff. I'm like, oh, that someone actually listened. And obviously, Steve saying, yeah, Michelle's here, mate. She's not out there. Like stuff like that. It's yeah. like it's good. So, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did. Cool. Um, this doesn't have to do on the podcast, but did, did you, like, so, like, this is the, like, some of the things that, like, I think of when I'm out on the track, yeah. I was like, I wonder, did he see that? Is he talking about that stupid thing that I just yeah. did or something like that? Cause, or, like, the, like, the, my, my only memorable move all weekend was, like, I, I passed Nate O'Neill going into turn one. I was like, I was all excited about that. I wasn't able to hold on to it, but, um, but like, you I see that kind of thing? Yeah, 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 like, I, I, I don't know, you try and see as much as, yeah, because as of, everything, yeah. you know, and, um, this is definitely going on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, I think it has to. I think it has to. But like, yeah, you try and see as much as you can, and, and you know, it's battles through the whole field is the thing that you want to commentate on. Hey, like, it's yeah. not just um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, um, not just the leaders such, or whatever. Yeah, 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 it's got to be everything, and uh, yeah, and there's such good racing throughout the whole fields. There really is, you know. So yeah, yeah it's uh, but it's you paint the racing. picture well. Like you, Thanks, like say, like yeah. say I could watch, or say you sit in a pit lane where you're not watching, having any visual of a race, you're just hearing yeah. hearing it. And it's like, what I've noticed is like, you can kind of like paint it, well, from what you say, it paints a picture really well. Like you talk for a lap through really yeah. nicely. And yeah. even on some of the races, it might be more spread out. But you still sort of get that yeah. impression of what's happening, which yeah. is cool. That's awesome. Um, there was a, I think your delivery, your, the way you get, um, you get excited when something happens. Like I, there, in particular, there was, I think in the F2 race, there was uh, someone left inside of someone coming between eight and nine. And you're like, oh, you get, you know, like, yeah, it, it gets inside. Yeah, like, yeah, that was... That's really cool. cool to see that, yeah. That's nice feedback. And as I say, like, I'm a rookie at it, and it's, uh, yeah, there's it's a lot to learn, and there's some big, big shoes to fill, too. That's the other side of it, too. Sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and hot off the press as of this morning, I'll be doing ASBK up there. <gasps> we really? So, yeah. Hey. So, yeah, so that's wow. good for the country. So, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, with Braxy. So, yeah, Excellent. Exciting. So, yeah. And uh, we'll be up there in two weeks' time, and we'll get through all this, and yeah. then we'll have a week out break yeah well, not a big break couple of days break straight back yeah, into straight it, back in it. yeah so thursday obviously bebo's got the training day mm -hmm. friday track day 
Um, you'll be doing club pilot stuff. Yes. No weather stuff, but you will be the club pilot, obviously, <laughs> for the weekend still. And, um, yeah, we'll go from there. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks for guys. everything. Thanks for coming in, Kerry. Thanks, Bab. Have a big guys. Yeah. Oh, Very enjoyable. Oh, like good. talking bikes. Yes. Oh, they're so good. Racing. They're addictive. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for everything. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back soon. All right. Okay. Cool. Thanks, Bab. See ya. That's all we have time for on today's show. If you get the chance, head over to YouTube and hit subscribe on the Talk and Chatter page. Also, head over to iTunes and give us a star rating and a review there. It all helps to get the podcast out there. A big thank you goes to everyone that's been doing this already, and uh, we'll be back with another show soon.